All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lion Bolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest and future titan for today, right here from beautiful Colorado, in Denver, our stomping grounds when it comes down to it, none other than Brendan Bartik. Now, Brendan, I'm so excited and absolutely honored to have you on the show. I really appreciate you taking the time, my friend. No, Greg, and I'm, I'm so excited to be here. I mean, I listened to the show, you know, the, the amount of, of amazing producers that have been on here. I'm, uh, I'm honored to be one, one that was even invited and two, hopefully I do it justice. Uh, I, I know 100%, Brennan. I cannot wait to just share your story, information, and all your expertise and knowledge in the real estate world. And I know that the audience is super excited too. So uh, without further ado, let's just dive into the series of questions um, and starting with really telling everybody just a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, grew up in Colorado, um, little bit of background, uh, unfortunately went into the social service system when I was early on, uh, age 11, um, grew up in that. I unfortunately didn't have a stable home and wow. emancipated here in Colorado, uh, joined the army, uh, went and, you know, served U S army infantry. And when I did that, I came back and, um, ended up working for Ritz Carlton hotel company. Well, during that time, the, um, uh, the next Iraqi conflict was kicking off where we in, ended up removing Saddam and, uh, I got recruited for a job to do, uh, property management in Iraq, which I know sounds like a weird story, but <laughs> so I went over there, I was doing that for working for Halliburton, you know, the big, you know, Dick Cheney, Halliburton company, sure, sure. uh, worked for them. And when I came back, uh, I thought, well, the next natural progression was to get into real estate. I was like, all right, well, I, I did this weird property management gig because I had wartime construction and they needed or wartime experience and I had a uh, hotel background. Wow. So I was placing foreign dignitaries in Iraq. So to say property management, that's a loosely, it's not like the way we think of property <laughs> management. I was basically taking people and trying to find places for them to live in a war zone. That was, wow. that was what I was doing. So yeah. So when I came back, I was like, Hey, I'm going to get into real estate. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, went to go, uh, I thought I was going to do property management, got my, went into real estate school. And the guy was like, you talk way too much to be in property management. And he was like, wow. you need to go into general real estate. And I said, okay. So I ended up becoming an assistant to a top producer. Um, uh, shout out Susan Heller, uh, an amazing uh, top producer. Um, and started out as her, as her an assistant making eight bucks an hour. Then I became an agent on her team. Then I went out on my own, started my own team, uh, quickly, you know, kind of went up through the ranks. I was a coal banker agent for many years. Okay. And um, as I started to build that, I went into coaching immediately. I was coached through the uh, old school Mike Ferry kind of coaching oh, regiment. Love it. And yeah, and that helped me a lot and, uh, you know, a great deal to understand the system. And then from there on out, I had a coach pretty much my entire career. Still have, I've two coaches right now, uh, you know, wow. just to, to help me. So I'm a, and I'm a real estate coach and own a real estate coaching company. So I, mm -hmm. I truly believe in that, um, that, you know, coaches and mentors are the gateway to get you to where you want to go. Mm -hmm. But with all that being said, as I started to grow the team here in the front range of Denver went from, uh, being an agent to, you know, now I have the number one real estate team in Denver. You know, mm -hmm. we sold, you know, over 300 homes last year, right. uh, did about 130 million in, in volume. And now I spend a lot of my time, uh, you know, in, in, I'm a Keller Williams agent, came to mm -hmm. Keller Williams several years ago. And I'm, I'm, I'm working that level system of where I'm involved in the real estate team on a daily basis, but I'm not involved in sales. So I haven't been okay. in sales for about uh, actively for about two years. I still help family, friends, you know, per, per specific clients sell their houses. But um, for the day to day, been doing all of that with, not being in the day to day. So mm -hmm. I'm pretty, it's pretty interesting where I've seen almost every side. I've been a buyer's agent, listing agent. I've been an assistant. I've been a TC. I've been uh, an owner, a rainmaker, a team, you know, lead. I also own the, the Keller Williams Cherry Creek 
Keller Williams brokerage. So we have over 200 amazing agents there. So I, I did right. that path as well. Mm -hmm. And then lately my passion is, um, you know, I've always been a real estate coach and mentor, but we've mm -hmm. taken that program to the next level. And now I offer real estate coaching services in a, either a one-on-one -on -one format, group format. Mm -hmm. And we also sell different course modules to help specific agents get to the next level. Wow, Brent. I mean, that is a, that's a beautiful intro. And again, for everybody just to kind of understand your path and, and what led you to where you are, it, yeah. it didn't happen overnight. And obviously 20, 20 years in the making, right? When it comes down right. to that. And, and I, I love the fact that you had mentioned, you know, top 1% internationally through Keller Williams is not a, an easy feat to do. And um, you having all that experience and expertise in so many different variations of the career path, it really gives you a beautiful perspective, not just to produce, but to lead and guide um, and I think that this is a fantastic, uh, you know, start going through it with the coaching very specifically. And you had mentioned the one-on-one -on -one and group coaching. Um, could you dive in a little bit into that just for the audience as to kind of what it, what it involves and entails, and then where could they get a hold of you and your information to, to join in with some of that? Yeah, no, absolutely. So for our elite one-on-one -on -one coaching, that is for agents that are a minimum of 10 million in production already okay. looking to go to a hundred million, right? Yeah. hundred million plus. Sure. So with our elite one-on-one, -on -one, these are people that, you know, they know how to sell houses, but usually the challenges that they're facing are uh, hiring operations, uh, expansion, um, training manuals, onboarding, growth, right? I would say the word growth. They know how to sell a house. They know, they know, they know how to lead gen. They know how to do these things. So, so for that, uh, our elite one-on-one -on -one coaching program really helps, you know, and has helped a lot of agents go from 10, 20, 50, 70, where I have agents in our program right now that are doing, you know, a hundred plus million. Wow. Um, so yeah, so that's a great program. So that's all, and any, any of our programs are offered at brendanbartick.com, just my full name, uh, you know, .com and um, should be easy to find. Uh, okay. Then our elite group coaching programs are, uh, again, can also be for agents that are 10 million plus, but it's a kind of more fun community atmosphere where we have maximum accountability. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a little bit more affordable. It's a lot more affordable, uh, mm -hmm. to be honest. The, the elite one-on-one, -on -one, uh, we have a consultation and then we talk about what your needs are and we kind of customize a plan to that. Mm -hmm. With our group coaching, it's uh, $350 a month. Uh, you still get all the tools, everything I've learned over the last 20 years, systems, techniques, uh, strategies, but really it's the accountability. It, mm -hmm. it really comes down to a community of like-minded people wanting to add $100,000 of gross commission income in 12 months. So everyone that joins the program, my only sole mission is that you add or increase, if you're already making, you know, 200, we'll add 100 into wow. that program. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, very popular. We have a lot of great people in it. It's, as I said, it's more of a community. And then right. the um, thing that I'm probably most proud of right now is our, our individual complete listing system. So, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things that I looked at Greg over the years was I wanted to master in my opinion, the listing process okay. from start to finish. I wanted to look at conversion and say, Hey, look, I don't want to go. And I, and I, I came up doing soul cold business. I'm not one of these, you know, where I am now, I have a lot of buy referral and relationships, but I started out with a phone, a, a Mike Ferry expired and for sale by owner call script, mm -hmm. um, uh, a cubicle, a headset, you know, not, not much like this or very much like this. Sure. And I just called and 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 called. And, called. Wow. and then of course started having appointments and appointments. And it, as that started happening, I said, okay, well for us as agents, we really get paid at the level of our presentation. Hmm. And I try to explain that all the time, right? We're either presenting to sell your home or interviewing or presenting to sell your home, or I'm presenting to you to work with me as your buyer's agent. Huh. So when you strip it back to that, it's, people get, they're like, oh, you don't understand. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, you know, customer service negotiator. Well, none of that happens if you don't get an agreement signed. You can be the best negotiator in the world. You ain't got no clients. You ain't negotiating squat. Uh, right? Well said, well said Brendan. <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm saying? So, so I said, look, if I'm going to be going, and we know that the name of the game in our business is listings, right? Because mm -hmm. you know, if you, you control the inventory, you control your time. Right. Uh, if you control a listing, you can't market a buyer. Right? I always tell people mm -hmm. that, right? So if you have a listing, you, you can market the listing for more buyers. I can't take a buyer and put them on Instagram and be like, look at my pretty buyer. Uh, 
I'd like to get more clients, you know? So, uh, so knowing that, that, yeah, that the listing game was where it's at. I said, how can I make that? I started, I started studying every listing uh, presentation on the road, thousands of hours of YouTube, thousands of hours of calling top producers all over the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, very similar to kind of like the way that the millionaire real estate agent book was made. I don't know if you're One. familiar with the, the Keller Williams book, but sure. they, went in, they went and interviewed the top agents, not just Keller, you know, Remax, Coldwell, Berkshire, mm-hmm. all of these people across the country and then said, there's traits that they all do very similar that they, that we know work. Mm -hmm. I wanted to, since I was doing so much cold business, I wanted to increase my conversions from, you know, you know, 70% to 95% plus. And I wanted to not have the thing that I hated most about the listing process was I got to go over, meet with people. And then we knew that there was this like cloud hanging over that at some point I was going to have to ask for signatures. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, you get your stomachs <laughs> upset. You're like, Oh, you know? Yeah. And it's like, so I was like, is there a system that I can design that builds the, the clothes into it? So mm-hmm. they're basically asking me where to sign. Wow. And I know that sounds crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. I know that it's like, that sounds like this, you know, you know, euphoria type <laughs> thing, but but it works. And so, you know, it, with, with anything, if you put enough passion to it and you really refine something, it, it works. So that's what I've been doing. So that's called the, the Brendan Bartic complete listing system. It's okay. broken into three, three processes, how to find them, how to list them and how to sell them. Wow. Right. And, and so the, how to find is all my listing sources, everything that I've used over the years, cold nurtures, everything, you know, all the lead buckets that, yeah. that, if you're not using, you should be, uh, right. you know, and number two is how to list them. So the actual process, the, you know, it has everything in there, live video of me on an actual appointment. It has, mm-hmm. you know, we have some secret sauce things that we have in our, in our process. And what I would say are pro tips that, yeah. that I haven't seen anybody else that has them that right. are just techniques that make that process smooth, right. Mm-hmm. That just make it where the client's like, okay, <laughs> you know, instead of, <laughs> You know, you're, you're gritting your teeth, you know, sliding the pin over, doing the old school kind of stuff, right? <laughs> right. Uh, and then the last section is how to sell them. So how to market them, uh, how to price them correctly to get them to sell, how to do effective price adjustment conversations on a weekly basis so you can get it into a position to sell. And so with those three components, it's, uh, it's helped a lot of people. So something I'm wow. pretty proud of. Brendan, I, I, that is just chock full of incredible information. And again, for everybody out there, um, just to kind of get a hold of you, what's the best place to do that and to, to find all that information again, just one more time, Brendan. Yeah. So brendanbartik.com, B-R-E-N-D-A-N-B-A-R-T-I-C.com okay. has all the courses on there. You know, again, you can connect with us on Facebook, call me, email me. We, we you know, we, we're, we're full service. We're here. We're here. You know, my, our, our, our mission statement is, you know, our goal is to train the most elite real estate agents and coaches on earth. We do a lot of real estate coaching, uh, okay. coaching mm-hmm. because as you would imagine, I mean, I know you've been around this for a long time. Sure. Uh, in a lot of offices, they'll have what they call productivity coaches or mm-hmm. coaches that try to help out. And it's usually someone that's like, you know, retired on their way out, you know, doing all this. And, and not that there's anything wrong with that. We want to give those coaches the tools, the accountability, mm-hmm. the tracking systems to take their brokerage and, and make a fun environment. You know, a lot of the stuff we do is also fun. Like it shouldn't be a nightmare Mm -hmm. so that people want to show up, right? Like at our office right now, we have a a massive call session uh, today. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, there's about, you know, 30 some odd agents there and we have games and we have prizes every, every day we have, um, a live role play and, and, mm. it, and we have a game show with role play that, you know, agents win prizes because mm. this stuff is boring and it's, right. cool. <laughs> you know, it's like, you want to sit there and, you know, like memorize a script and you're like, <laughs> but if you memorize a script and you might get to walk away with 500 bucks because you, you, you know, there's some sort of competition. Sure it's human nature. You're going to learn it better. So, Love so that. yeah, that's what we try to deliver. So yeah, brendanbardic.com. We try to deliver, okay. you know, the, the highest quality, systems to increase production. I, I love that, Brennan. And, and again, everybody out there will have the links in the comments down below so that you can latch onto this information, dive deep into it. Brennan, I do want to dive a little bit deeper into you as a man yeah. and a professional. So this next question is really telling to that. Um, it's the why question, right? What gets you excited every day out of bed, motivated to do what you do to the level that you do it at? What are your drivers, Brennan? 
Yeah. So twofold. So one, as I said before, you know, I came up through the, the social service system. I was in multiple group homes. One of my passions is our, our, my charity uh, that I'm the vice president on the board of, which is called Third Way Center. So they have wow. five residential group homes throughout the front range that help about, you know, 200 kids um, ranging from the ages of 12 to 25 to mm-hmm. help them emancipate and, and learn the life skills. And, and some of them have gone through massive abuse. Some of them have been abandoned. Some of them have had traumatic brain injuries. Some of them are all of this. So that's where my passion is. You know, with every home that we sell, a portion of our sales goes to um, helping those group homes. We've gone and helped, you know, you know, you know, uh, paint and do landscaping at these places. Mm-hmm. It's just something that we take a lot of pride in. So that that's my end all, you know, passion is to to help as many disadvantaged youth through that system because it's not a lot of fun if you're one of those kids. Wow. And then the second the second why is you know, me coming through that system, I didn't have a family support. And um, as I progressed in real estate, the reason I'm so passionate about it is I don't care. You know, I didn't have formal education. I went from, 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 uh, didn't even graduate high school. I, I had a GED and then joined the, the army sure. and you can do that. And in real estate, if you just follow models, systems, and a, and a process, you, you know, my first goal was to be, you know, you know, financially stable, right? Uh-huh. I, I had a hundred dollars to my name when I, when I, you know, whatever. And sure. then my next one was to make a million dollars. I was like, mm-hmm. I, now that I got it, I'm like, I'm going to make a million dollars. Right. And then the next goal was, can I net a million, right? I was mm-hmm. making a million at, at Cole Banker, decided to make the move to Keller Williams. And I was like, can I net a million? And they mm-hmm. gave me the models you know, Cole helped me become a, a really good agent. Keller helped me become a really good business person and, and not a really good, an amazing business person and look wow. at it in a whole different light. Hmm. And then my goal was to net a million. Then my goal was, can I net a million without having to actually personally sell? Oof. Right. And All that's right. the next measurement stick. Then the last one is, can I do it without even being there? Hmm. Right. And, and so my passion is, is teaching agents that, I'm no genius, uh, quite the other side of it. I just am very coachable. Mm-hmm. You go, Brendan, do A, B, C, D. I'm like, okay. And then I go do A, B, and C, and D. And then it works and you get money. And then, you know, <laughs> right. and, and I, I wish it was more complicated than that. I think a lot of people come into it with this grandeur of, you know, we have this diagram that we use all the time where it's an upside down triangle. And when you have an upside down triangle at the, at the bottom of that triangle, a lot of people try to build their business on creativity. First, Mm -hmm. they try to build it on creativity instead of production and and work and all of this. And when you do that, the triangle falls over, you know, it falls over instead of basing it on a system and a structure and then Mm. follow somebody else's models and then sprinkle your creativity on top after a while. And you see so many agents just do it quite the opposite. They're like, Mm. you know, uh, no one understands that I'm, you know, I'm smarter than everybody because I got a $900 real estate license. (laughs) Don't, it don't work that way. I don't even know how much they are anymore. I don't know if that's even the cost, but whatever it is. No, I love that, Brendan. And the fact, fact that you're mentioning those things. And again, just, just obviously giving back to, to charity and giving back to the industry and the communities that you serve. I mean, huge, huge drivers into why you have the success that you have and you've helped so many people through the real estate world. So an absolute pleasure to go into that. Now, because you were talking about the growth side and the learning and the foundation portion, I do want to segue into this next question, which is actually one of the crowd pleasers, anybody who's subscribing or tuning in, they want to learn from the Titans and how they've grown and scaled their business. So if you could look back at your career thus far, and pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business that took it from one level to the next. You really saw that increase as you were kind of explaining the different goals that you were setting to yourself. Anybody who's watching or listening, what advice would you give out there? Yeah, no, I, I think the, the major breakthrough was identifying talent, number one, and then how to make sure that they're the right fit for your team. Early on, it was like, Hey, I've got leads. I'm, I'm taking too many listings. Why don't you come? Why don't you come just take those leads and I'll throw them at you and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And that just was an endless cycle of just pain, right? Because wow. then it'd be, you know, all this. And so, you know, one of the, the processes that, that I learned through, through Keller Williams was career visioning. And, mm-hmm. and it's this process of, 
a really four-step process of identifying if this person's going to be a good fit with your organization. Doesn't necessarily mean they're not going to be a, a good fit, you know, that they're not a good or bad person. Right. They, might, they could be the best salesperson on earth, but they might be terrible fit for you and what you're trying to accomplish and what, mm-hmm. and, 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 and what they're trying to accomplish. And so I would say, looking back, I wish I would have spent more time learning how to have success through others and how okay. to become smarter in that process. And again, it's, a, mm. it's, it's an, you can learn it. It's not like you, 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 some people, I think they're so scared in real estate. Even I hear people still to this day, they're like, I don't know if I want to even hire my first assistant because it just seems like a lot of work, wow. right? Wow. A lot of pain, a lot of all this. And I'm like, well, you don't, that's the best, that's leverage. Right. That's the game changer, right? Like until, if you're still cleaning, you know, if you don't want to clean your house, then you have to hire a house cleaner to do it. Invite, you know, you know any of these things. Sure. I, I don't change my own oil. I would screw it up. There's somebody else out there that's better at changing oil than I am sure. that needs to be doing that role. So I think looking back, I would say, study how, to become a much better interviewer, a much mm-hmm. better identifier of talent, and then learn the filter system. So in our, in this program, basically the easiest yeah. way to basic, and especially all those people out there is you should have about a hundred applicants at any, for any position. I don't care if it's TC, listing manager, marketing director, buyer agent, listing agent, mm-hmm. um, director of operations. You're looking for a hundred applicants mm-hmm. from that filter. You're going to 20 phone interviews from that filter. So it's kind of like this funnel, Mm -hmm. right? From 20 phone interviews, you're going down to, uh, you know, five to seven in-person interviews. Mm. From that, you're trying to whittle it down to three that you can't really decide which one's the best. That's what you're hoping to do. In my early career, I bypassed all of that. And I was like, (laughs) the first two interviews, I was like, I didn't like the one person. She's cool or he's cool. (laughs) Can you start on Monday? Awesome. And then not only would I do that, then they would start on Monday and I would be like, all right, well, I'm glad you're here. So mm-hmm. I want you to help me make more money. All right, go. All right. And I'd kind of smack them on it. I don't really smack them, but I'd be like, all right, <laughs> sure. get out of it. Here we and go. they'd be like, they'd be like, I'm sorry, what? Because I had no onboarding, no systems and tools, no manual, no. Uh, and that's where we fail. We think that we right. can we can throw money at something uh, to fix an issue, and then we want them to fix the issue, but they can't fix the issue because they have no clue what the issue is yet. They've right. only worked for you for seven minutes. Mm-hmm. So I spend a lot of time with coaching, uh, especially my elite clients, on just the lessons that I learned. And mm-hmm. then again, just like the, the listing system, I had to go and study how to become a better leader, a better mm-hmm. interviewer, a better... Um, a recruiter in a, in a way, mm-hmm. I don't want to say a recruit. I think we're all recruiters. If sure. we're growing our organization, we're trying yep. to identify, you know, talent. And with our process that we do these types of things on is we just filter out the, the people that aren't going to be the right fit. And then at the end, make sure that they want to be a part of our journey. I'm really mm-hmm. half the time I'm interviewing now, I'm going, look, I want to make sure at the end of this, you want to be in business with me just as much as I want to be in business with you. So I'm not trying to hire you. I'm trying to find a business partner. And that's what we hope to explore during this process. So yeah, I would say that being one of the biggest things, if I could turn back the time and and get uh, better uh, at, I would say it would have been been that specific role. And then the only other thing that I wish I would have probably done a lot earlier is again, and and I'm not trying to, you know, plug coaching, but I I would have gotten a coach even earlier than I did. Mm. Uh, You know, I, I thought looking at the cost of it, I go, you know, and this is back in, you know, Mike Ferry days and it was a thousand dollars a month. And and that seemed at my time, like a kajillion dollars. I was like, I was like, I was, I was like, I can go, I can go lease a Mercedes for that, you know, right. a nice one. Yeah. I was like, and you want me to give it to some guy to tell me what to do every week and, <laughs> and hold me accountable or gal. I've had many uh, amazing uh, fe- uh, female coaches as well, but sure. I, I would have done that earlier because they, they had all the, the secret sauce and, and the roadblock removers that I needed to get to where I needed to go. And once I did that, it was like a hockey stick. It was like, whoosh, and Love it just it. took off. So mm-hmm. that would, I, that's what I would do.
I think that, that those two pieces of advice are huge onboarding and bringing on the right people and then helping them grow and, and in turn you grow, but then also not forgetting about your education and standpoint. And again, not a plug for coaching by any means, but the best of the best, they understand this. They, they, yeah. they have their world and what their expertise is on, but there's so many people that know certain aspects much better than we do. And to bring those on board and make a, make us better every day and, and, and add more knowledge and basis and put a little bit of accountability there. Um, it's, it's extremely beneficial. It's next yeah, I mean, level stuff. It really is. I mean, is. Greg, when you, when you look at like the, the, you know, the Exxon's, the Apple's, the Google's, they hire consultants to come in and help them when they're stuck with a, 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 a problem where they can't get past and they pay consultants hundreds of thousands, sometimes millions of dollars sure. to fix an issue inside of their company. And, and that's what I had to have the breakthrough on as I go, we're no different, mm -hmm. right? Like there's, there's, there's a right way of doing things mm -hmm. and there's, there's a, a trail that's been you know, laid for us. Why not get the, the secrets from other, why not get the tips, the tricks, the strategies, the, the shortcuts. And really with coaching, a lot of it too is, um, and my coach is amazing is he really helps as a concierge to, if he can't solve it, he knows another top producer that's had the same problem. Wow. He hooks me up and he goes, Hey, I don't really, maybe can't get you here, but I know Susie for sure can help you with that problem. Let mm -hmm. me connect you two together. And that's the cool thing about that community of, of knowledge and mastermind is usually at that level, people are all going, look, I was right there. Here's what I did. Let me tell you. And phew, you're on to wow. the next. That's huge. And I know that adage is thrown around quite a bit as far as your uh, network is your net worth, right? Yeah. But that's so true. It's yeah, so true. It You're talking about that and collaborating with people, like-minded professionals, people that are above you and below you that you can help, right? We can help each other. And I think that's the way to do it. Uh, talking about growth before we move on to the next question here, um, I know you guys are growing. Uh, you're looking, we were talking about team and how you guys bring people on and stuff. So um, talking about agents, ISAs, anything along those lines for anybody who's watching or listening as far as your growth pattern uh, right now for the team. Yeah, well, you know, there's so many different models. I just had an amazing conversation with an agent yesterday where uh, his model was to go with much more agents, right? Go to, you know, I want 20, 30, 50 agents and, and grow that model. And I've seen that. That's, that's, what we call a brokerage kind of inside of a brokerage, right? You have a real estate brokerage, but you're going to have a lot of people. And with that model, you're, you're hoping that each person only has to do a limited amount of transactions. So the collective whole can get there. And the model that I'm, I'm really, you know, focused on right now is to have um, five to six agents, mm -hmm. five to six uh, ISAs, inside sales associates, mm -hmm. um, and then five to six uh, transaction managers. Okay. And then a director of marketing, a director of operations. Mm -hmm. And my kind of dream team model that, and the thought process of being, if you really think about it, Greg, the three mm -hmm. pieces of that are so important, right? You need to have a lead generation model, which are the ISAs, Right. So they're sitting there, you know, you know, folk not sitting, but they're walking around the office. They're, they're firing appointments. They're building relationships. They're nurturing. They're doing all of these things. Mm -hmm. So that's the one arm of the tripod. Then you've got the agents out in the field, you know, you know, closing deals, negotiating, going on listing appointments, buyer consultations from the appointments that the ISAs have set. Then we have to hand that over to the transaction manager mm -hmm. and they then are making sure that the client has the best overall experience from start to finish. Sure. And all three are important. You take one of those legs away and the tripod falls over. Right. right? So all three of those are, are the, I, what I would say is the model of the, the future. And it's not mm -hmm. even the future. A lot of people are doing that model now right. in some form or fashion but I don't think they're looking at it of going, I'd rather have five agents on my, in my organization, each selling 60, 70, 80 homes, making a quarter of a million dollars or more mm -hmm. than have 50 agents on my team making 50 grand. And, but, but that's a model. And I'm sure. not saying that's not, you know, that's the Redfin model, right? right. That's what Redfin does in Redfin. <laughs> No it obviously works. It is, yeah, it, it obviously it works. Yeah, I mean, sure. they're, they're, they've been okay. 
But that's not what I wanted. I wanted to be around people that I could look back and say, look, you know, people on my team right now have bought, you know, five plus investment properties. They bought their first home. They bought uh, fix and flips. They are understanding how to grow up. They're now uh, partners in some of my businesses. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're doing things with uh, title and, and mortgage and insurance. So wow. it's so cool to see that. I can't do that if I'm a... Um, a, not to say a sweatshop, but sure. I, if I'm a, a factory, that was a better right. word. Correct. A, a factory. But that factory might work for someone else. We, mm -hmm. oh, the coolest thing is there's no right or wrong formula. Mm -hmm. It just depends on what fills your bucket, right? Sure. Like you said, going back to your why, is it, uh, you know, you know, that's the hardest thing that no one can gauge. So that's, that's my, my dream. To do. So right now I'm looking for, you know, extremely talented inside sales associates that want to have an uncapped income that want to come into an organization. We were just voted uh, Denver business journals, best place to work for 2020. So we're very, you know, we look, yeah. When you say things like, what's your why and things like that, it used to be, you know, you know, being number one agent and be then being production. And now, you know, over the course of the years, I've had on my team four different rookie of the years, right? Wow. So I've produced four different rookie of the years. Not I produced, I've helped, you know, they, they work their hearts out, right? But because of our system, we had four rookies of the years, you know, best place to work is, is probably the one that I've been the more proud of because, I want people to come to a place that doesn't suck every day. Like they're not like, you know what I mean? Where they're like, Oh my God, I got to go in and deal with this. Mm. You know, we, we have very, you know, we're always striving to learn every team meeting. We have book club, we have, um, uh, you know, fun call sessions, contests. Mm. I mean, it really is a place where I now want to be yeah. right. And, and, right. and I, and, and so Otherwise, why do it? I mean, we, we could, again, I, I tell people I could sell porta potties for a living and nothing wrong with selling porta potties. Yeah. And, and you, you could be rich that way. There's sure. lots of ways to get rich. I, I think once people realize that there's a lot of ways to do it, but are they going to fulfill you on the journey on the way there? Well said. Well said. And that, that's so true in so many fashions. And, and I, I speak with a lot of people as well as you do. Um, you know, when they're talking about getting into real estate, there, there are a lot of ways to make a lot of money. Real estate's not the easiest by any means, stretch of the imagination, but um, it's extremely fulfilling. And there's just so much impact and differences that happen in the world and the communities and for people's lives. So um, it's just a wonderful thing. And, and again, hearing it from you, Brennan, means a, a ton for not just for myself, but the audience is, is tuning in with us. So uh, I do want to shift gears and the tone of the particular interview. This is the tricky time. It's the challenge question. So right. uh, I lead into every Titan this way. We all have struggles, personal or professional in our life. No one is exempt, right? Whether we've dealt with it in the past, we're dealing with it now, or we haven't quite experienced the pain yet, but we will. Uh, and I'm not uh, necessarily downplaying pain or sorrow, but I am a firm believer that it's not so much what happens, but what we learn and how we respond and what we're able to share that really matters and makes a difference. So Brennan, if you're comfortable sharing a personal or professional challenge that you dealt with, that you overcame, you learned from and became stronger because of it, what's that look like for you? Oh, well, we could be here all day, but, uh, <laughs> the yeah. list goes on and on and on and on. No, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, no, no. With the, um, uh, well, I'll, I'll go with the professional challenge because that's okay. easier for me to kind of think about right off the top of my, sure. my head. Yeah. And, and that, that challenge is, was I, was I leading from the front when, mm -hmm. when I was in sales and what they would call, you know, I hate even using this term, but rainmaker, okay. right. When I was the listing agent and I was basically taking a bunch of listings and giving my leads to other people, my lifestyle was just go hard. Like mm -hmm. I was, you know, we were partying, you know, you were mm -hmm. every five minutes, you know, we're in Vegas and everybody's up till four in the morning. And, and it was cause we were, we, we worked hard. My whole thought process was like work hard, play hard. Right. That, that play hard. I still play hard, but that play hard definition in my mind, and this probably was also a personal problem to sure. now that it kind of crosses over was, yeah, yeah was, not healthy, right? Mm -hmm. It was, it wasn't like I was playing hard and I was going fly fishing. I was playing hard and I was, I was playing craps in Vegas and, and gambling, you know, $40,000 in a weekend. Oh gosh, man. And, and yeah. And I remember, you know, you know, at one point being like, man, you, 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 you're going hard, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like this is that candle's going to burn so bright that it's going to burn out. And so, right. 
So then I, I, I transferred over to a mindset of, of really self-development. And one of the things that we teach in the coaching program is I really dove into uh, morning mastery. And so with morning mastery, uh, that word M A S T E R Y, it's a program that I, I somewhat adapted from the miracle morning. You might be familiar with, if not, it's a great book, but I developed it for real estate in where it starts out with, um, so every day I I wake up now at four 30. Right. And and I know that for some people they're like, you're dream on. Right. And I thought the same thing because I heard other people say this all the time and they were like, Mm -hmm. you know, most CEOs wake up early, most fortune 500 people wake up up early. And I said, I was, I was going to bed at four 30 in the morning, you know, <laughs> on a lot of nights, right. Uh, uh, you know, having a, having a blast. But, um, once I kind of made that switch and I said, look, I, I've got to get this down. So the mastery program, waking up at four 30, um, the M is for meditation, right? So, so every morning I now do 10 minutes of meditation. The yep. A is for affirmations. So five minutes of affirmation. So, you know, and I have a whole list of them and, and it's, you know, I, I truly believe that, you know, affirmations and visualization is one of the reasons I'm at the, I'm even talking to you today. Like sure. I truly sure. believe in the power of that. And I used to be that person where I remember, you know, uh, Tom Cruise, uh, or Jim Carrey, you know, talking to Oprah about, you know, them visualizing, you know, their affirmations and Jim Carrey talking about the uh, million dollar check that he, he wrote mm-hmm. to himself. And I was like, that is such BS, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and then I started reading more about it. And I was like, your mind is the most powerful weapon you have. Agreed. And just like a regular muscle, it needs to be, it needs to work out. Mm-hmm. Not that I thought, you know, you know, I was like, what do I got to do? Crossword puzzles or something? I was like, <laughs> Sudoku, you, what am I doing? Yeah, Sudoku. Like, <laughs> how do I work out my brain? And this morning session of meditation, um, affirmations for five mm-hmm. minutes, then scripts. So this okay. is where I applied it to real estate because I feel one of the biggest things that's lacked in our, in our profession is script practice and role play. Mm-hmm. You know, if people look back and they say, what do you think was a game changer for you? Not only me, the training of my agents. Right. I can tell you my agents are better than most any other agent out there Love when it. it comes to being on the phone, having conversations, going on appointments, because we've done it a thousand times before we even went on the appointment, right? So so every morning for five minutes, reviewing scripts that you're going to need for that day. So if I had a listing appointment, I'm doing listing scripts and objection handlers. If I have buyer appointments, I'm doing buyer appointment and buyer objection handlers. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm trying to get memorization, right? So that I can internalize it so I can affect that. So that would be the S. Then the uh, T is every morning doing two note cards of gratitude. So whether to clients, or agents or people I work with. Mm-hmm. So I have a whole little station set up of note cards, uh, you know, the, the stamps, the address book, everything is right there. Hmm. And it just gets your mind right, right? Like nothing makes you feel better than putting a stamp on a really nice note card that you're going to give to someone and you know it's, unless they're crazy, it's going right. to give them a smile, right? Sure. It, it, so how, what a better way to start out the day than with mm. like that kind of cool gratitude. So, wow. so yeah. that's the T. Then the E is exercise. So you're going to exercise for a minimum of 20 minutes. Sure. Uh, I, I go a little bit longer. That's why I have to get up earlier. But mm-hmm. the goal, the goal is to do this whole process in an hour, right? Yeah. So, uh, so exercise, then the R is for reading. So mm-hmm. I read for 10 minutes and I have a number of different uh, things that I'm reading. Or if, it, if I'm short on time, I just turn on an audible book in the, in the, in the shower or in the oh. car and that covers that box for me, right? Sure. So I'm not going to say I read every morning. I do listen to at least 10 minutes of something every morning. Uh, and then the last one, which I will tell you is the biggest game changer, which is the why, hmm. is every morning I watch a YouTube video. I watch right. a YouTube video trying to, sometimes you, right? So, you know, uh, of, of trying to learn something mm-hmm. that, that I have a question about. So maybe it's sure. about lead generation. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, heck, today I got, a, I got a golf tournament on Wednesday and I golf like twice a year for charity <laughs> and I'm terrible. I'm actually embarrassing. Right so there YouTube, with you. Right yeah, there. YouTube this morning, I'm watching how to hit the ball straight, right? Yeah. And, 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 but 99% of the time, it's about business or real estate or something or coaching or goal setting or, and it's all there. It's all on the internet. Mm-hmm. You just it's waiting for you to, to, to watch it. Right. And that has progressed my, 
business IQ, mm-hmm. you know, you know, faster than I think anything else. If I had to claim, I never thought I'd say I'm, I'm smarter because of YouTube, but I'm way smarter because if you look for the right stuff, right? Correct. Now, if you go Correct. on YouTube, you go to YouTube and you're looking for catch juggling balls, then, <laughs> you, you, know, you, you know, still funny and still yes. very fun to do, but you're not going to get much out of that. It always right. starts with how to, and then I try to finish that statement, mm-hmm. how to set goals better, how to, how to get better leads for cheaper, how mm-hmm. to, and there's a lot of trash out there on YouTube. Don't get me wrong. Oh, for sure, you, you, for sure. I wish it was as easy as just, that's why coaches are so important. I wish it was as easy as just going on YouTube and finding all the answers. You got to sift through a lot but I try mm. to get a little nugget out of every little thing, even if it's pretty bad. I'm like, wow. that was terrible, but I got this one idea for this expired letter that I didn't know about, sure. right? Because this guy in, in Tallahassee did it and, 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 it, and it worked, right? Mm. It's like, you never know where those little gems are gonna come from. So wow. no, that's great. that was a lot, but yeah. So, that's, so I would say the biggest challenge was probably making too much money too fast, too soon, too young. And then thinking that Wolf of Wall Street lifestyle was what I was supposed to do because I didn't have anybody growing up teaching me that, hey, you should put your, you know, you should have a financial advisor. You Mm -hmm. should do this. Um, I mean, I owed, you know, early on in my career years ago, I owed the IRS, you know, $199,000, wasn't quite $100,000 in back taxes. And they seized my bank account. Wow. Right. I didn't even know that was possible. Wow, so I right. remember one day I, you know, talk about lessons learned personally, yeah. you know, first of all, lesson learned, pay your taxes. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, this was like my third year in real estate and, and I just was stupid. I was making a lot of money. I mean, by my third year in real estate, I was making almost $400,000 a year. Unreal. Maybe, <laughs> maybe even more than that, actually, by the third year. I mean, it was very, sure. it happened very quick once I, cause I right. learned from people and I followed the steps and I wasn't afraid to pick up the phone. So it, it kind of just came. Right. But I didn't know how to manage it. Mm. And, and, and I, I knew how to spend it. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> and, and I knew how to have fun at a very, very high level. And so those were some tough lessons. I paid okay. some, some, some mm. difficult consequences. Nothing is, uh, the funny part about that is my the IRS building was across from the penthouse that I lived in uh, mm. at the time uh, here in Denver. Uh, you might know where One Lincoln is. It's a really oh, yeah. pretty building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the IRS building is right across the street. So I had to, after they seized my bank account, I remember going down the elevator, getting off, walking across the street, going up to the IRS floor and <laughs> writing a check for $99,872. Oh, I can't remember the cents, but it was like 62 cents. Because I, I remember writing that check and I mm. was just like, like you got to chill. Like you now, now right. we got to, it was such a painful lesson to learn, but it was so valuable for me to never have it happen again. I became sure. a lot smarter. So that was the, the bottom gutter of financial stupidity wow. and from there. I could only go up and, well, sure. and, 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 and luckily I did. And, and I, I, and now I try to save agents from doing the same stupid things mm. that I did. You know? uh, I think that that's huge lessons learned. And, and again, Brendan, thank you so much for sharing. It's not easy to do, but th- those are valuable lessons that you've lived and, and really understood and, and able to share out with everybody who's watching or listening. And I think that that's, that's huge responsibility on your end to kind of go through. And you're talking about three years in, that was like 16 years ago, 17 years ago. I mean, that, that was a while ago. So yeah. again, change and progressed over that time frame. And I think that we should all be evolving and trying to be better and smarter. But you know, you don't have to go through the pain yourself. You, you listen to professionals such as yourself who have really been there. Take this to heart. Listen to this man because he knows what he's talking about. Uh, so, Brennan, thank you so much for sharing that. I do want to go to a softer question. You might have answered it a little bit already, but I do want to just readdress it real quick just in case something else pops into your, into your mind. But this is the travel back in time question. So, okay. It's not to necessarily change anything you've went through or encountered because the positive and negative that you've been through, it made you who you are today. Sure. But if you could go back at any age range, any time frame of your life and give your younger self a piece of advice, what would you say to younger Brennan? Uh, I would say that this entire business is, is built upon uh, a regimen of routine. 
And if I could go back, you know, to, to younger me and understand, and, and not only business, but anything that's successful. Yeah. I talk to people about their lives quite a bit and they have a routine of, you know, every night I have date night with my, or once a week, not every night, once a week I have date night with my wife. And that's always on this date. And it's a routine because if you don't, then it doesn't happen. It we think that it's going, it won't happen. I'm, I'm right there. Right. Yep. And I, I, you know, so, so I would, first of all, identify and model after people that have already been there and get their schedule mm -hmm. and then try to identify, okay, on a daily basis, what can I do to make that a reality of my routine? Mm -hmm. One of the biggest game changers for me, especially when I was, you know, when I was an individual listing agent, I was selling about 130 listings myself, me personally. Right. Mm -hmm. wow. And you can imagine that that's a lot of work, right? Sure. Even, even I had, I had two full-time assistants helping me, but it was still a ton of work. The game changer for how I was able to do that was I never scheduled an appointment before 12 o'clock. Okay. And if there's one pro tip I'd love to leave for the listeners is yeah. if you can do that one thing, because, you know, you, you schedule something and then the next day you're like, oh, I've got an inspection or I've got this or, or my clients will only see houses at 930 a.m. And you don't understand. I hear this all the time. You don't <laughs> understand. I go, I go, if you said that to your doctor or your dentist, he'd laugh at you. You, you know, like, like, yeah. like it, it doesn't work that way, but we think it is because we is it more fun to go show a house than it is to do lead generation? Of course. Sure it is. Dude, I, I, showing the house is the best part, right? That's right. fun. Like, <laughs> like I don't, and even if it's in a, a terrible neighborhood, I don't mind it because that's the enjoyable part. That's the part that people, I hear people go, I was so busy last week. I showed 62 houses. Mm -hmm. I go, how much did you make for showing each one of those houses? Right. Well, well, I haven't found them a contract. They haven't gone under contract yet. I go, mm -hmm. so you worked for free last week, Yeah. right? You sold 62 houses, you didn't make a dollar. Mm -hmm. You don't get paid to show the house. You get paid to a, first of all, lead gen to find the client and nurture the client. And then you get paid to close once you're on these appointments. And that's wow. another thing we teach a lot of in our systems is don't go out there and show all these houses. And then, and then you're out with a buyer and you go at the end of showing them the houses, you go, so what did you think? Which one did you, did you like any? And they go, no. And you go, all right, well, call me when you want to see a few more. Like, ouch. Wow. You know, yeah. Goodbye, July. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, See you later. And, yeah. Hey, August. <laughs> but you, but you feel fulfilled because you think you were working. You mm. think that you were like out doing something because you were out there showing houses. So, yeah. So yeah, I would go back and I'd say, identify a high level schedule mm -hmm. and really try to dial it in because I, I went through again, all these are lessons learned and sure. I had coaches and they would tell me these things. And I'd be like, yeah, but, but I gotta be at that inspection tomorrow. I have to be at that closing at nine 30. You know, if I don't show up at that closing, my clients are never going to talk to me again. Mm. Not true. Right. The closing should have never been scheduled for nine 30. Well, you don't understand. They had to do it at that time. No, they didn't. Or they had to do it at that time. And you just had to explain to them why you couldn't be there. And right. the day before prep them on understanding that you love them. You've already reviewed all the documents. The title company is going to be there. Don't worry. It's going to mm -hmm. be okay. Right. You know, but you're in your head because you think mm -hmm. if you don't bring them a, a blanket from a crate and barrel as a closing gift and sit there and talk about nothing for an hour and a half that you're letting them, <laughs> that you're letting them down. You know what I mean? Oh, I love that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, sure. so yeah, I would say that's, that's the biggest thing I could say is, is just get a, get a top producer mm -hmm. schedule and hold yourself to try to do it. You're not always going to be able to do it. Not all no. the time. Sure. But just don't live in the chaos of the roller coaster that I see so many agents do. And, mm. and they, they, they sell three homes, then they don't sell a home for a month. Then they sell right. one, then they don't sell any. And it's because you can't have consistent business without consistent lead generation. Mm. It's impossible. Well said. It's, it's, it's absolutely impossible. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's so true among so much. And, and hopefully this is resonating with everybody who's watching and listening. When it comes down to that too, something that was, it was highly identified is the difference between being busy and being productive. Right. And there, there's so many, myself included, who are watching and listening to this, where we had a crazy day. We didn't do anything. We did a lot, but we didn't do anything. And, and um, you know, we really have to look at those, those processes and what, what, how are we using our time? How are we time blocking? As you just mentioned, look, look to someone who is doing what you want to be doing or at a level that you want to be at or above and beyond that. And, and I'll tell you what, and Brennan, correct me if I'm wrong, but the most successful people on this planet, they want to share. 
if oh. they are reached out to by somebody who has true intentions of making a difference in their life and they ask for advice in that time frame and right place, right time, they're willing to share, right? But it, it's not going to fall on deaf ears. You, you have to really be intentional with who you're reaching out to and, and actually showcase to them that they're listening and you're taking action. And then guess what? If they see that, they'll give you more. Exactly. And I, I think that that's so many people. Well, I, I, I always say, up, right? Yeah, I always say, but, but learning without implementation is stupidity. Yes. I have a lot of people that learn a lot of stuff that never do anything with it. They Nothing. read a thousand books a year, and they're like, I, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, you don't implement it. And you hit the nail right on the head, Greg. Where I mean, these people, I, I, everyone, I can call up any top producer in the country right now and be like, hey, look, uh, you know, you don't know me. I'm from mm -hmm. Denver. I was a little bit curious about this and, and have you had any challenges with it or success with it or what, especially right now, it's a lot of, it's tech, yep. right? What, what AI are you using? Are, oh, you're mm -hmm. using structurally and are you, you're using this CRM, you're using Boomtown, you're using the automated, you know, what, what uh, call fire system are you for incoming calls? So it's mm -hmm. a lot of technical stuff. You know, how are you tracking things with uh, Sisu or uh, CTE, you know, all these, these things, Mojo, Vulcan 7, I mean, mm -hmm. everything, I'm trying to find an edge on everything because I know the technology is moving so fast for sure for so sure. fast and I know if there's a better mouse trap why am I still trying to hit a mouse with a bat and I can have a trap <laughs> <You Right. know? laughs> people are out there still you think about real estate right you still think about how many years real estates existed hmm. people are still if you really think about it they're still doing it the same way they did it a lot of people are a lot 50 years ago Nothing's changed except instead of an MLS book, it's, it's actually on the internet. Mm -hmm. Other than that, there's not much difference. They're doing it and, and they're going, well, I wonder why I'm being left behind because, because technology is going to leave you behind, right? Correct. You know, they're never going to be able to take sales away from the agent. Everybody's like, it's not like, oh, well, you know, soon it'll be able to like Carvana where you'll be able to do this. Even if that's the case, houses are so different. There'll always be a sales associate involved Correct. in some form or fashion. Mm -hmm. I mean, except maybe for like 500 years in the future and we're living in <laughs> pods or something. I don't know. Right. Right? But there'll always be a sales associate involved if you don't embrace technology, I still have mm. people that on, on my team that don't know how Instagram works. Wow. Like, mm. like it's not because you don't know how it works. You made a choice to avoid it. Right. You're making a choice. Do you think I want to sit there and watch YouTube videos on, on, you know, what, how, you know, Instagram algorithms, YouTube mm -hmm. algorithms, what video, what time of day I should be dropping a video? What time of day should I be calling leads? No, that's the last thing on earth I want to do. You know, I want to go mountain biking and fly fishing and spend mm -hmm. time with my beautiful wife and do all this stuff. But I got to put in the work. I got to, mm -hmm. you know, again, the, the um, Abraham Lincoln quote, which I think, you know, may, you know, may even come up later, which is, you know, if, if I had eight hours to chop down a tree, I'd be, I'd spend six hours sharpening my ax. Mm -hmm. yeah, right. People are out there just hitting the, the tree with a ball peen hammer. <laughs> They're going and almost hitting themselves back in the head. They're like, right. I don't know why this isn't working. Sure. Right. And it's like, because you didn't have a strategy, you didn't sharpen, you just went straight to it. Mm -hmm. And then you hit the tree and then you give up hitting the tree because you go, I'm never going to chop this thing down with this thing. Ah, uh, yeah. You didn't sharpen. You didn't sharpen the axe. I, I love that adage, and and it, it's it's always such a strong visual. The other visual that I love to to look at when people are really having a, a tough time is they go into a door and they just push it, and they keep pushing and pushing and pushing, and it's not opening. Well, it says pull on the handle, but they don't look at it. They just keep <laughs> I pushing. I love that. Right. So it's the same yeah. principle that applies. It's just take the time to understand your situation, what's going on, and do what's best for it. Yeah. And you know whether it's sharpening your saw, your axe, or whether it's you know, pulling instead of pushing. Um, I, I think that, and going back to your earlier statements as far as really the preparation, right? And, the, and it's uh, art of war, right? The battle's won before it even begins. It, it's Completely. done the preparation portion. And same thing with any athlete, right? I mean, the hours and hours and hours of practice before they even get on the court. And um, visualization. So Right. And affirmations. You think athletes are sitting there going, Hey man, I'm not going to catch the ball today. No, you know, <laughs> I'm terrible. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm definitely getting cut today for yeah. sure. No, they're, they're like, I'm going to be the one 
percent that's going to make it right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to catch that game winning touchdown. You know, when I, in, right. in the complete listing system, I talk about it all the time where, mm-hmm. you know, part of our process is you're in front of the home 15 minutes prior to your appointment. And five minutes of that is visualizing how the appointment's going to go mm-hmm. with you walking out with signatures, right? Yeah. You're visualizing, Hey, they're going to laugh at my joke. They're going to do the, you know, I'm going to take them through here. I'm going to sit down at the table. They're going to love it. They're going to ask me where to sign. Mm-hmm. And you're prepping yourself because your mind's very powerful. Right. Now, if I'm sitting outside of that listening appointment and I'm going, it's like a 50, 50, if I'm going to get this, you know, <laughs> no, we're going to see and, and you're showing up late and you're, you know, you, you, you got a stain on your shirt from taco cabana, wherever you were at that day. <laughs> right. Like, like that's the difference of a pro versus an amateur. And why not be pro? I mean, hmm. you, everything's there. Everything's sure. there for you. Just takes a little, it doesn't even actually take that much more work. If you're efficient, it really doesn't take, I would rather, you know, you know, sit there and, and do some things that are strategic than go mm-hmm. show 60 houses in a week or right. something, you know, <sighs> or put in, I hear people all the time. You don't understand, but in the market's so competitive, I I'm with this buyer and this is our sixth offer. Okay well, then you're doing something wrong, Mm. right? It's not a lottery ticket every time you submit an offer on multiple (laughs) properties. There's techniques on how to get your offer accepted. There's Mm. better strategies or you're not, you're not prepping the, the client well enough on what's to expect, right? If you're, if you're out trying to put in multiple offers and your client's only pre-approved at 300 mm-hmm. and you know every house for 300 is having multiple offers, then stop looking at houses for 300. Right. You've got to realign that buyer's expectation that we've got to be 275 or 250 to be mm-hmm. competitive. Otherwise, we're never going to get you a home, wow. right? But they yeah. won't have that conversation. They just go, you're just going to keep trying. One of these is going to work. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, and I feel uh, so bad for them and I'm like, sure. let's sharpen the ax. Yeah. Goodness yeah. sake. I, I love that, Brendan. And again, that's, that's hitting so many people real hard. I know everybody's really stoked about this because this is really, really applicable stuff. And, and I do want to, I want to go on to the next topic, which again, you were talking about 10 minutes every morning, uh, whether it's actual physically reading or listening. So this next question is the feeding of the mind portion. It's a crowd pleaser. So whether it's, you know, books you're reading or have read that you love podcasts or audiobooks or anything that you consume and listen to, if it's uh, conventions, conferences, if it's masterminds, how are you feeding your mind? Yeah, absolutely. So so I live and die by Audible. I know everybody hears that, mm-hmm. but I mean, I mean, that's, it's constantly playing. I had to make a big transition. I used to pay for Sirius XM, mm-hmm. you know, used to pay for all this stuff and it literally, I just had to get rid of it. And if I got rid of that and was forced to either listen to regular radio, which is brutal after you've had Sirius XM, <laughs> oh have you ever God. tried to listen to the regular radio? You want to cry. Right? Not going to happen. Yeah. Not so I happen. said, now I got rid of it and now either it's an Audible book or the radio. Mm -hmm. And so, so with that, you know, the books that that I would say have propelled me the most lately are profit first. That game is an absolute game changer. Mm -hmm. Uh, It made me understand how to make profit an absolute priority. Mm -hmm. And there's an implementation program that goes along with that. Um, It's, it's kind of a, a hybrid of a Dave Ramsey system, but for businesses this is the best okay. way I can explain it. Yeah. And I had to read it eight times because it's, it, wow. I'm not a CPA, I'm not an accountant. Sure. And the, 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 the principles in it were simple, but I kept saying I was going to get around to doing it and I mm. never did. Once I did, our profit increased 39% wow, within that man. first 12 months of just implementing that one system, mm. right? This was like three years ago. And, and so Oh, like those, those things. So I would say shout out to the profit first book. It's, it's an absolute game changer. Love it. Uh, and then again, it's just really, there's not a lot of, there's not one book out there that's going to change you. Uh, sure. I listen to some books and I'm like, Ugh, you know, I don't mm-hmm. like, I, the, the, uh, it's just, it doesn't resonate with me, but I try right. to get a nugget out of it, sure. you know, and, and looking at those. One that I'll give to everybody that I know is way off your radar that you would never think about is a book okay. called Steal the Show. Wow. And still the show is all about how to present. And I think agents underestimate how important this is because they're like, well, I don't teach. I don't get in front of a stage. I don't do all this. You're presenting every day. You're well like said. I said earlier, you're presenting for sellers, presenting for buyers. I've read every single book on how to be a good interviewee, hmm. not even an interviewer. Cause wow. if you think about it, all we do is get, we get paid to interview. Hmm. I'm interviewing to sell your home or I'm interviewing to be your buyer's agent. And then I know people out there listening are like, oh, that's not true because I just work with all sphere and my friends. I don't have to interview with them. And great. I'm not saying that, uh, that that's not the case. 
But some of us don't have, you know, people move here from other states and they have to build businesses. Sure. They don't know 600 people. Right. Right. They don't have, you know, they're this huge network. And even the people that usually say that to me about by referral, mm. I'm saying, even if you did that, imagine if you could even make the experience even better for the people that know you. Right. Right. Like, well, don't get so egotistical. You're being like, well, that's only for cold business. Right. Mm. Like be better, be a better presenter. So your, your sphere thinks you're better. Right. <laughs> so, so still the show is all about that. How to, how to get past some of your, your fears of presenting some of these things and then the techniques of what resonates with people. Right. Mm. So, so yeah, I think that's a big one. And then, uh, as I said, YouTube, you know, get YouTube certified in everything you can, whenever uh. you can stop watching Netflix, go right. to YouTube on your TV. I mean, once I realized, you know, the, that, and, and this might sound again, me being slow that I could watch YouTube on my Apple TV. And this was, you know, a few years ago, sure. I was like, I was like, for free, mind right. you, mind right. you, that I could search any topic just by talking into my Apple mic. So I'd be like, how to, and poof, yep. this entire library is at my fingertips. And mm. if I just watch one of these a day while I'm on the treadmill, right? Just one of these a day while I'm on the treadmill, before you know it, I've got 300 and some odd days in a year mm -hmm. that I've learned a new thing or how to sharpen a thing even more. Right. So- yeah, I would say that's that's my takeaway on learning. Gosh, Brendan, and and, and again to to segue even further uh, into into this, which I absolutely love, is you're learning every day, and you're taking the time to craft that out, and, and you're blocking it. But as you said earlier, you're applying that knowledge yes. because again, you're not just encouraging people to read a million books or listen to everything or watch YouTube all day long. You need to be strategic. If you're gonna watch it or listen to it or read it, have the intentions of applying that knowledge. For success. And you said that earlier, and I absolutely love that. So I want to reiterate that out to everybody, just in case you forgot. Um, but I will have links in the comments down below. So everybody out there, as always, can feed your mind the same way that this man is, or at least attempt to. But uh, Brendan, this has been chock full of incredible information, just takeaways. The dialogue is absolutely on point. Uh, I do want to wrap everything up with a final question. Please. And this ends up being a quote or mantra that sums you up as a man, as a professional. What's that look like for you? Yeah, well, I'll give you two. Uh, me and my wife always say it, you know, even when we leave at the house and, and, and you know, we have that, that final kiss, uh, mm. uh, you know, it's, uh, it's do good, be good, right? Mm. And that's kind of a mantra, our mantra that I think about, do good, be good. I know that sounds cheesy, but I love that. It, it really is that. And then that, that quote, I said it earlier, mm -hmm. right? It's Abraham Lincoln. If I had eight hours to cut down a tree, I'd spend six hours sharpening my ax. Mm. And I have to, I, I'm like, I should just tattoo. I, I wouldn't, I'm sure people have it tattooed somewhere, <laughs> sure. right? I should tattoo it just to remind me all the time because sometimes we just rush into things and just mm -hmm. like you said, bang your head against it, bang your head against it, bang your head against it. And then we quit, mm. right? A lot of people will quit because you banged your head against it for so long. You know, I, I tried hiring an assistant, but it was painful. I tried mm. to have a showing assistant, but it didn't work. I tried, well, because you didn't learn how to actually work with a showing assistant. Right. You, heard, you, heard, you heard your buddy Joey down the hall go, hey, you know what you need? You need a, a showing assistant. And you're like, all right, well, I guess I'll get one of those. Uh, and then you take some new agent in the office and you're like, hey, if I give you 50 bucks, will you go social houses? And then it's a disaster because you didn't have a process. Your clients think they're getting passed off. Right. You didn't, sharp, you, you know, you, you didn't think it through. You just mm. threw dirt at the wall, right? right. And, and, and hoped it, hope it would stick. So, so yeah, that's, that's the main one I would say there is just, you know, you know, be, everything is out there for you to be able to learn as long as you just take a few extra minutes a day mm. to, to put it into your regimen, into your routine, you know? And then the last one that always resonates in my head is a goal without a routine is just a dream. Wow. Right. It, it's on, it's on my, my wall right here. A mm -hmm. goal without a routine is just a dream. Mm -hmm. This is not rocket science. You just need a, a routine. You got to first set a clear vision of what you want to accomplish and then back out out of that, the little milestones. And then are you, does your routine going to help you get there? If I wanted to lose, you know, 20 pounds is, is that, if that's my goal, is my routine daily going to get me there? Mm -hmm. If not, I'm never going to have it. In fact, I'm probably going to gain weight. Right. Right. So, so yeah, I, I would just say, make sure that routine is clear. And also going back to that, a lot of people don't even, they're not clear on what they want. A lot of times right. what I spend with my coaching clients is identifying 
what they want and in, and in making sure that they're clear on it because they everybody goes i want to have a top producing sales team well let's make sure that you really want that because <laughs> here's what that life looks like uh, or you know i want um i want to make 500 grand okay not a problem let me sure. tell you what that looks like and some people don't want they want it because it sounds sexy, but right. they don't understand what it's going to take to do it. And are they willing to have that kind of lifestyle? Huh. That, that's, that's, that's the discovery process that we have in our, we, we call it a business alignment session when, in our mm -hmm. first part of our coaching is let's figure out what you really want. And then I'll get you there. I, I tell, if you tell me you want to go to the real estate Olympics, I'm mm -hmm. taking you there, but okay. we got to make sure you want to go to the real estate Olympics. And if you don't, that's okay. If you want to go to the, the real estate farmer's market, I can help you with that okay. too. Well, maybe yeah. I probably can't, but, <laughs> right. but, but there's someone out there that can help you with that. But I'm here, I'm here to help you be elite, right? I, I want to really help people get to, to that echelon where you're, you go, Hey, everybody knows what I, that I'm respected in the industry. I think that's a big thing that agents really want is to be sure. respected in the industry by their peers and their clients. That's what I set out to do in all of our programs. Wow, Brandon. I, I love this. And, and again, this has been an incredible episode. I know that you and I could have a super, super long conversation. And I, I thank you again for your time, Brennan. Yeah. It's just so incredible the information that you came across and it's super compelling and useful for everybody out there. So it was an absolute pleasure and an honor, my friend. You are an official real estate titan, so I need to dub that in there. That is a thing. So it is official, my friend. But uh, thank you so much for your time, Brennan. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thanks, Greg. I'm here if you ever need anything. And, and again, we appreciate you doing this because you're giving so much knowledge to everyone else. So thank you. Love it. It's, it's an honor and a pleasure for me. And, and everybody out there knows this all day long. Absolutely love uh, doing this for sure. But uh, thank you, everybody out there, for your love and support, your time and attention, as always. Um, if you like here what we're doing with the Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like, subscribe. You know what to do at this point. I do have to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lion Bolt Media. So if you are in real estate and you're looking to expand what you're currently doing digitally, dominate your current markets with buyers and sellers for exposure, and then actually nurture and convert that to paying clients, visit lionboltmedia.com. We are live here on Real Estate Titans every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Brennan. Thank you.